Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. Another edition of Foul Pits. The dog days of summer are officially upon us. Uh, August is right around the corner. My God, it's the 29th of July already. Uh, along with that, the Major League Baseball trade deadline's up coming up. Today, we'll chat about what might happen with players such as Juan Soto and Shohei Otani. I'll touch on last week's WCBL All-Star game that I was uh, lucky to be a part of umpire in first base. Um, also, we'll talk about the Rick Award for this week. And the Sky Dome, as I always call it, the Rogers Centre in Toronto, is getting a well-much-deserved well-needed, much-needed uh, upgrade. Uh, so sit back, grab a few beverages, and let's get into it. So last night, as I was on the field out at Spitz Stadium here in Lethbridge, Alberta, a WCBL game between the uh, Lethbridge Bulls and Regina Red Sox. Uh, quite the ball game, actually. A 6-5 win for the home squad. Um, I had one of the best games I've had all season. I didn't. I don't, I don't think I got any wrong. I thought I had a really good game on the plate. Anyways, this isn't about me. Well, it's a little about me. It's always about me for those who uh, who know who know me a little bit. But anyways, as it was stated last night, like I said, I was on the field. Uh, the California Angels, the Anaheim Angels of Anaheim of L.A. or whatever you want to call them this, this week, um, they made the, uh, the the statement that they're they're uh, open for offers for Shohei Otani. His uh, contract is up this year. He's got an option next year, but his contract is up at the end of this year at a bargain. Um, they're basically just saying for four prospects, uh, that says a couple of things. I think one is that they are in uh, perpetual rebuild mode, um, not accomplishing anything with two of the best players in baseball with Mike Trout and Otani, uh, Trout's out with a little, a back problem right now that he says won't be a long-term thing, but man, once you start dealing with a back situation, it's hard to, to get away from, but anyways, the angels said they wanted four prospects. So they aren't in a win now mode by any means, which means, uh, you know, four prospects usually takes a couple, three years to get them up in the, into the big leagues. Uh, they had then they they learn how to play the game properly and everything else. So they're uh, in no rush to start winning. And uh, Mike Trout's career looks like it's going to be uh, wasted. You wonder if he's going to be asking for a a trip out of uh, Anaheim anytime soon. Anyways, we'll get back to Otani. Uh, he's going to sign the biggest contract in baseball history, I think. Uh, what whatever Soto's looking for won't uh, won't match what Otani's going to get. 
Uh, he can pitch. He can hit. Obviously, he's going to set a going to. I got to quit saying gonna. I'm not nine. Uh, he's going to set a record, a team record for most consecutive uh, games with uh, ten strikeouts or more before Anaheim. Uh, you know, the Anaheim Angels always will be. It's uh, just a thing. Um, California Angels actually want to go even further back. But anyways, I uh, I really feel that Otani. He's going to get a contract that most teams won't be able to touch. Most teams can't touch. Whether he goes, he goes back to Anaheim after this trade, I do not know. But I expect him to be traded. This is one that intrigues me a little bit for my New York Yankees. I know I always try not to make this a Yankee-centric podcast, but I'm going to make this a, a Yankee-centric topic. This one, I like this deal for Otani to go to the Yankees. And I'll tell you why. It could be the ultimate the ultimate rental something that happens in hockey a lot something that happens in basketball a lot but not so much in in the baseball world with otani uh yankee fans shouldn't they will they think that you know go sign every player but yankee fans shouldn't expect them to sign otani after this after the playoffs once uh if they uh happen to be successful getting otani and can win a world series yankee fans can tip their hat and say thank you very much but it's time to go because we want to sign Aaron Judge and we got to have other players on this team. Um, Judge is the face of the franchise. Judge it will be around for a long time. But this uh, getting a guy like Otani will solve a couple of problems that the Yankees have. And one of those problems right now is a, is a reliable number uh, two or a 1A, one, one 1B one uh, pitching situation with Garrett Cole. Uh, the rest of the staff is very delicate right now. You don't know what you're going to get on a night-in, night-out base. You don't know if... If uh, Severino, like he's got to, you got to wrap that guy in bubble wrap to protect everything on him. He's always getting hurt. Uh, Montgomery's okay, but you don't know what you're going to get with him on a nightly basis. Tyon and Nasty Nestor, I think that uh, that uh, ship has sailed a little bit. I shouldn't give up on him so soon, but he's an unknown commodity come playoff time, and he hasn't been uh, as great as he was to start the season off. Uh, but getting a guy like Otani, you get the bat going, and the guy can pitch. And I don't care how many bats you have in a lineup you don't have pitching in the in the playoffs you aren't going to win uh, in the history of baseball not many guys hit 300 so you're um basically you're, you're relying on pitching and now in today's day and age as the yankees have seen in the last while with the, the astros and the the, the matchup the subway series with the mets this week they couldn't hit good pitching and so you got to have guys that can match up with the the likes of max scherzer and, and the like going uh, in, in the playoff time. They're, they're eventually going to meet the Astros once they're in there. Um, Yankees are still 67 and 33. They're only two games ahead of the uh, of the, those aforementioned Astros that basically they have to win. They need to have the best record in, in the American League when the season's over. Having a home field advantage is a huge, huge deal for the Yankees with the dimensions and the short porch and everything else. And it plays into their game a lot more that they got to have three three games or four games in Houston. Um, Minute Maid Park or whatever. They, I think they still call it Minute Maid. Doesn't much matter. Cheating fucking Astros. Here's my first swear word of the, of the night. I got to stop doing that. But anyways, I, I think it's a must a must thing for the Yankees to go out and get rid of Get rid of the prospects. Sell, sell the future because you know what? You can always get more prospects. There's always guys, always guys coming through. Baseball's lasted 100 years with the next uh, next man up, next guy coming up from uh, little league to high school to college or whatever. So you got to get guys who, uh, if you have some trade, uh, some trade prospects and guys you can get rid of. I say do it now. The Yankees are, are have been in win mode now for since 2017 when they probably should have won a World Series. 
and they've been close getting the playoffs year in, year out. And this year they have the team to do it. Go out and get Otani. I, I'm not saying it's going to guarantee you, but it would uh, definitely uh, bolster the situation 100%. Go, getting Otani, I think, is would be a, a better deal. A guy that you can walk away away from when the season is over, and and you and say thank you, thanks for the memories. Here's your ring. You'll you'll always be welcome back if you want, but they won't be able to sign him. Uh, and I think getting a guy like Soto, yes, he is younger than Judge, and and yes, I I. I like him as a player, but he's going to command a longer-term deal and a bigger salary, and I don't think you want to get into the 15-year deals. I don't think that's – the 10-year deals haven't worked, let alone the 15-year deals. Um, you're, there's a lot that can happen in a baseball player's life in that in that time frame. Uh, I could see the, the Blue Jays making a, a, a deal – for the Nationals, the Jays are hot right now. They, they're they're nine and two or, or nine and one in their last ten. They've been rolling a little bit, and so a, a guy like uh, Soto going to the Jays makes a lot more sense. Uh, the, the the Yankees are pretty stacked with their lineup now, and having Soto in the lineup, there's there's nowhere for him to put him. There's nowhere for him to, to play. Uh, I expect Gallo to be gone by by the time you hear, listen to this. He'll probably be gone as I do this at twelve twelve thirty on a on a Friday. Um, I expect the Yankees to make a deal of some kind and getting, I think getting Otani is the guy that you really want to, to, to look at and get rid of your prospects. Cause like I've said before, I, I wish I could take more credit for this. I think prospects are cool, but rings are cooler. Go and make that deal. Cashman go and make that deal from the 1420 podcast foul tips, make that deal for Otani. And th- that's, that could be the one deal that that will bring a, a world series closer to the Bronx. Um, the the other ones don't make a whole bunch of sense. Do you go and get Castillo out of um, out of Cincinnati? That's another that's another probability. But you definitely need pitching. You definitely need pitching because that's what will win you a, a World Series and playoff rounds. Uh, go and get both of them. Fuck it. Why not? Sell the farm. Who cares? We nobody cares who's playing in Double uh, A Wichita or whoever wherever their minor league teams are. Nobody cares who's down there. Nobody cares. They care about what's happening on, on the Yes Network on a nightly basis. They care about what's going on with the, the big team. Nobody cares what the prospects are. Go out and win championships. That is what's most important, not just in the Bronx. The Yankee fans chase for 28. They talk about it all the time. It sounds ridiculous when they start bragging about how many rings they got. When most guys, most people my, my age and, and, and younger uh, weren't around for most of those those World Series rings. It's uh, everybody. It's the guys who are 80 and 90 years old that can brag about being around for all the World Championships. So Cashman, please go and make that deal for Otani. It's a, it's a much smarter deal. Let the other teams in the National League bicker about having uh, getting Soto because I think that's the uh, that, that's where he's going to end up. I think the Jays have a shot. He'll probably end up if the National League. I'd say somewhere on the West Coast, he's uh, a place like uh, San Diego, who seems to be going out and spending money because they got a, they got a good ball club out there. W- will they overtake the Dodgers? Probably not, because the Dodgers can still pitch better than they, than the, the Padres can. But I just think that that's the uh, the deal to be made. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar bo- sports bar podcast and foul tips brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Be sure to go to uh, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD and save yourself 20 bucks in your first purchase. Uh, go to a game, save yourself 20 bucks, and uh, use that money for, for a couple of beers. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 
They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. All right, we'll get into this week's Rick Award nominees. Uh, the Rick Award celebrating the most electric player, probably the greatest player, in my opinion, whoever played the game of baseball. Uh, Oakland A, Toronto Blue Jay, New York Yankee, San Diego Padre, L.A. Dodgers, and the list goes on and on. Rick, uh, Rick didn't want to stop playing. Ricky was, uh, Ricky was Ricky, and he's a. Uh, we celebrate him on Foul Tips and the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast on a weekly basis. Anyways. This week's Rick Award uh, nominees, one is Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles, cancer survivor, uh, Trey Mancini, who might be playing his last games with the uh, resurging Baltimore Orioles, who've been on a bit of a roll as of late and find themselves actually in a in a wild card hunt. Uh, will they trade Mancini? Uh, who knows? Uh, you know, they got a, a pretty young roster as it is to keep Mancini and you can see what where it can go. Uh, I would keep him around. But anyways, Trey Mancini, he got a inside the park home run yesterday. Uh, fly ball that should have been caught against Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay uh, right fielder said he couldn't see it. It kind of went right off the right off his face. Bounced around the outfield. Mancini chugged around for home with a, a one RBI or two RBIs because he came in as well. So Trey Mancini uh, looks like a pretty seems like a pretty good guy. He's a really good ball player. He's uh, the Rick Award nominee number one for his inside the park home run yesterday against the Tampa Bay Rays. And the second one. Uh, Leo Giannoni, the Savannah Bananas. We've all heard of the Savannah Bananas. They put on quite a show with their touring company, but they play actual baseball in the Coastal Plains League. Uh, Giannoni uh, posted a 0.00 ERA in two appearances, three-inning pitch, zero runs, zero walks, eight strikeouts in the nine batters he faced. Uh, that's, a, that's an accomplishment to right there. Eight, eight guys or nine guys face eight strikeouts. So that's a, that's a force right there. So right there we got so we got Leo Giannoni who uh, plays for the uh, Columbus State uh, right-handed pitcher. Uh, he's our nominee number two for the Rick Award. So we got Trey Mancini from the Baltimore Orioles number one. We got Leo Giannoni number two. We'll get that poll up when we'll leave it up for a week on the uh, the Twitter machine. You guys vote vote early, vote often, and tell people uh, to like and share and retweet and all that stuff and see if we can't uh, get the the Rick Award going out to a guy in the Savannah Bananas for once instead of a major league guy all the time. But anyways, Trey Mancini and Leo G- Giannoni uh, are two Rick Award nominees for this week. been a busy week here at 1420 world headquarters and foul tips and all the stuff uh we could record a show with the guys from level the playing field on i think it was uh oh geez they're all the night days are all melding together wednesday night a wcbl game thursday i wrote uh, a couple of articles that are up on belly up 
the Belly Up website, the one on baseball, a couple, three on some hockey. So make sure you guys check those up at bellyup.com uh, slash NHL slash Major League Baseball. And you'll uh, read those, like, treat, uh, retweet, share, and get, get that out there to people. Uh, I also had an article that hit, uh, geez, I got a lot going on. I had an article that hit Lethbridge News Now about my late friend, uh, Mitch Ball, who passed away from COVID complications in 2021. That uh, a lot of people got got a lot of uh, positive comments back about the the uh, the article that I wrote. So if you get a chance, it's up on all our our uh, social media accounts, and everything else. So make sure you guys give uh, give all those a, a read and uh, retweet and all that thing, and, and help uh, help to help the show a little bit. Anyways, get back to uh, the WCBL. Uh, as I stated, you guys heard uh, when I talked with Dave that uh, I was fortunate enough to be chosen to be an umpire in that game. Uh, it took place last Saturday night, the 23rd, um, in Okotoks, Alberta, home of the dogs. Uh, I've never been to that two Siemens stadium before. Uh, what an outstanding building that that is. Uh, minor league quality, uh, but a good, like a high minor league quality. It was a beautiful evening. There was 6,000 plus people uh, attended the game. The, uh, the atmosphere didn't disappoint. The whole thing was put together uh, fantastically. There was a home run derby that a uh, kid from uh, Saskatoon, but he plays for the Weyburn Beavers. He put on a heck of a show. He was hitting bombs. I should have his name written down. I'll find it later on. I'll retweet that whole thing. It's on Alberta Dugout Stories. But it was uh, it was a hell of an event. The game went to an extra innings. They start with the guy at third base, or second base, sorry, um, the Brooks Bomber player. He, uh, he became the hero of the game. Uh, Drew Mackey, he hit a double. Uh, in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game for the uh, the what the the Western Conference uh, the West Division I guess and then he threw an absolute laser beam from left field to get a guy trying to score uh, from second base in the top of the tenth and then uh, the rest is history though the West Division won but the game is uh, was secondary um, it was nice to be on the field without uh, I don't want to say but for lack of a better term anxiety I guess about uh, someone giving you giving you. Uh, what for and how to about a call or uh, batters complaining about a pitch or, or whatever it is. Um, it was just a fun night to be around. There was some nice conversations uh, that I was having. I umpired first base with so some conversations I wouldn't normally have with uh, managers throughout the league, but they all took a turn uh, coming to, down to first base and coaching, coaching an inning or two. And there was some nice, nice laughs. Uh, Jordan Blundell, who I've, uh, had the opportunity to talk to in the past from the Edmonton prospects. Uh, he's a baseball guy through and through had quite the, the nice talk with him. We were predicting, uh, he was predicting plays that were going to happen uh, that with batters up to bat for his uh, West Western conference team. Um, he was three for three at one point. He got the four for four. And then uh, in about the eighth, ninth inning, one of his batters was up to bat. And I, uh, I asked him what he, uh, what he thought if his guy was going to come through to, uh, to tie the game up and, and send the game to, the extras and he's the left on lefty matchup. He, he de declined to comment. So he didn't want to say anything derogatory about his own player. So he, uh, he just said, I don't like the matchup and walked away. So we, we had a good laugh about that. Jordan's a good guy. Um, we've talked a lot in the past. He's a, he's a really good guy, a good baseball guy. Like I said, uh, Dusty Kearns from a waiver. And he was a little concerned that his team wasn't from the East, wasn't going to uh, be able to put enough runs together in the, uh, in the, in the eighth inning. But I said, Dusty, it's the Wimble, man. It's a, it's a, it's a derivative, uh, derivative of the old, uh, used to be called the WMBL. Now it's WCBL, but the Wimble, uh, anything can happen. Five runs is nothing. And even, even though it's the All-Star game, it could happen. So we, we had a lot of laughs. 
We had a really good time on and off the field. There was a big fireworks show after the game. Uh, the, the kids, when they, they won, they won the game. Um, they were, it was like they won the world series when they were storming the field and, and, and chasing after, uh, the, the Sylvan late player who hit the game winning hit to, to score the winning run. Uh, a bunch of guys had their phones in tow to, to capture the moment and everything else. But it was, uh, it was a fun night it was had by all the stadium when they, when, uh, the, the West West uh, division tied it up in the, in the ninth inning, I've never heard, um, I've never heard a, a place that loud uh, for a game that didn't matter. So needless to say, I had goosebumps. I still kind of have goosebumps now describing the story. Uh, it was a fun game. Thank you to Chris Hartley, uh, the WCBL uh, assigner for, for having me in that game. It was greatly appreciated. I haven't been in the game for uh, that long. I took a quite a sabbatical. Life got in the way from, from me being a umpire, uh, but I'm back in her full bore now. And it was nice to, uh, to get recognized and be out on the field for that game. It was a lot of fun. I uh, hope to do it again someday. But uh, guys, that's how the game of baseball should be played. It was a bunch of kids having fun. And uh, it meant a lot to not only to me, but all those kids and parents alike that were watching the game. And the fans went home with a great, great game. And like I said, there was fireworks uh, in, in the game afterwards. And all those kids, it was like they were uh, they were in the sand, that sand lot and they were watching fireworks. And they, even though they're 18 to 22, 23-year-old kids who are usually too cool for school, they were sitting there in the basement watching the uh, watching the fireworks just as they did on the uh, uh, on the sand lot back on that that great uh, baseball movie. So WCBL, thank you very much. And for people listening out there, if you get a chance to go to one of these games, this these Woodback games, uh, collegiate level, it's kind of the most leagues are coming to an end shortly here. I know WCBL, uh, we're winding our season up next uh, Saturday night. I got a few games left to do. Uh, I got uh, two on uh, Sunday rain out, so like a doubleheader. And I, I got about five, six games left to do before my season ends and the playoffs come. So anyway, if you get a chance to go to these games, make sure you go check out the videos that are uh, on home team live. I'll put them up on our Twitter account so you guys can, can catch those. But thank you very much, WCBL, for hosting the All-Star Game. Thank you very much, the Okanooks Dogs, for uh, for putting it out there. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420SPORTS, that's 1420SPORTS, for a free one-month premium subscription. Newsly, stop scrolling and start listening. So after 32 plus years, I guess it is, that the Sky Dome in Toronto, always called Sky Dome, the Rogers Centre where the Toronto Blue Jays play, uh, is going to get a much needed upgrade. Uh, for those of you who have been there, it's it's okay at best. It's not the greatest place. It's serviceable for uh, for Canada because of you know the temperatures we do get up here uh, in Toronto and the weather and everything else. It, it did serve its purpose, but uh, it's time. It's time that they made that place, which is a great big building. It's huge. I've been there, uh, I think, for six different games over the years. Uh, it's it's a one-of-a-kind marvel. There's no getting around that. The size of it, the retractable roof, the whole bit, uh, the way they've made it work over the years. When it first opened in 1990, I believe, with the Jays, uh, they were rolling. They were getting 4 million people a night or a year a night. A year into that building, and the place was rocking. They won their two World Series in that building in '92 and '93. Um, but it's it's time to make it look like a, a, a regular ballpark. 
and by the uh, the the, uh, the the pictures and everything else that I've seen, and the the graphics and whatever else, it looked like to be pretty a pretty great place. Um, it's they, they're going to do what they can. They're going to spend three hundred million dollars of their own money. It's not government subsidized, which is good for for taxpayers and how things are going up here. Well, all around the world, inflation and everything else, uh, it's pretty tough to to see government money being used for something like that. So it's good that the uh, the ownership group which is Rogers is going to pay for it. Uh, don't be mistaken though, people, your beer is going to get more expensive. They, they aren't spending $300 million for, for a shiny new toy. Uh, it, it will get pushed onto the, uh, the consumer and the customer. Don't, don't, that's a thing. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself, but no, it's good. The, uh, everything I've seen is they're going to make it look like a ballpark. They're going to get rid of the caverns that are, that are behind uh, the fence where balls just go in the abyss, like Joe, Joe Carter's home run to win the world series in, in 93. I still haven't seen that thing land. I don't, it went into some, God knows what, probably into a bucket, a mop bucket or something underneath there. I've never seen that ball clear the fence and where it went. But anyways, it, it is good to see that the Rogers Center, the people of Toronto and the Blue Jays themselves are going to have a, a ballpark that's going to look more like a ballpark. What's funny about that place is uh, Canyon Yards opened around the same time in, in Baltimore. And there was a lot of cook, a, a lot of uh, places that mimicked um the the look of camden yards after the fact going for an old school ball, ballpark look you got the pnc park in uh in pittsburgh you got the old the old uh, the jake in uh in cleveland and, and so on and so forth with the, with the places that that made their ballparks look like the old old places nobody mimicked what the sky dome looked like for some reason yeah you, that most most uh climates didn't need it but nobody mimicked the, the size, the retractable roof, the, everything else that's going on there. So it's it's uh, it's it's kind of funny that it's a one of a kind marvel, it's one of one of a kind thing, and they're going to make it look good. Renovation are, are there? It's a two off season ordeal for the Jays to get that done. Uh, it's going to, from what I've seen, it's going to look uh, remarkably different. It's going to uh, improve the baseball viewing experience there. Um, it is big. It is a cavern. The place is huge. Like when you walk around, you'll, you'll never like you'll never see the whole place in a day. Uh, but the way they're going to to change the viewing lines and, and make it look like a ballpark, and then I just read that they're going to um, look later on what they can do for for a, a different um, a different venue for the Blue Jays in, in the in the future because they know that the viability of Skydome won't last as long. Problem you got in Toronto is where you're going to put it. Um, the waterfront is a perfect spot, but you can't tear down the Sky Dome and have the Jays play uh, elsewhere for two years because that's how long it would probably take to tear something down and put something new up in that same area. Because the vicinity, like where that ballpark is, there's great restaurants and bars and everything else are, is well within walking distance. Um, and, and to the ACC where the Raptors, not the ACC, it's Scotiabank now where the Raptors and Leafs play. And there's a lot of cool spots right around there that they would probably want to keep in that that vicinity. Uh, but finding a place for the Jays to play for a couple of years to tear that down. So right now, the, the most logical thing is what they're doing, dumping some money into a to an old gem in Toronto and making it to, into a ballpark. So congratulations to uh, the city of Toronto and the Toronto Blue Jays for having a ballpark that's going to look more like a ballpark than than a great big old shopping mall that it kind of looks like now. But oh, if you get to if you do get to go to a game this this summer, um, or Steve, we're getting into the dog days of summer, like I said earlier, uh, and go and cheer on the Blue Jays because they're they're making a bit of a run for it. And the people of Canada, when uh, the Jays are relevant, I, I like it. I'm not a Jays fan. I'm a Yankee fan, as you guys know. But when when uh, the Jays are relevant. It's it's a lot more fun for me. There's a lot more baseball fans that come out of the woodwork, and uh, we'll, we'll want to talk about 
the uh, would want to talk about the game of baseball that I that I love a lot more. When, when the Jays aren't relevant in Canada, nobody watches, man. It's something else to behold. But anyways, that's another edition of Foul Tips for you. Make sure you guys follow my uh, main man, Jim, at the Fan of the Van podcast. He puts on a great show, uh, little short ones like this, a couple, three times a week. He puts on a good show. Our friends at Level Playing Field out in Toronto, we had them on earlier this week, and I was on their show uh, about a week and a half ago. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Like I said, we're on the Belly Up Sports Network. Take a look at all our articles and what we got going on at Belly Up. We're on every podcast thing, like you're, wherever you listen to us now. If you got one that you uh, you listen to a little bit more, and you, you got it on your, an app on your phone, because everybody listens to some, something somewhere different, but wherever you get your podcast. That's another edition of Foul Tips. Remember, everybody, smart people bunt. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.